Welcome to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today, or just want to find out more about the ministries at First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at fumcbentonville.org, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Well, good morning. My name is Pastor Andre. I want to add my welcome to Pastor Michelle. And pretty much the, the sermon has already been preached. The, the worship was amazing. The lyrics of the songs have illuminated what this day means for us. Today we'll be closing, we're closing out our sermon series, Restored, um, with Tom Berlin. I hope you've been blessed by it. But today's uh, message is uh, it's the end, per se, right? And the sermon title is, is perfect for today um, and going on to begin Holy Week. The sermon title for today is The Message in the Mess. The Message in the Mess. And we've been talking about mess all, all Lent, right? We've been forced to look at the mess, the sin, the effects of sin in our lives. We, we, we talked about how we got here and, and how to go on the path of sanctification. We, we spend weeks looking at it. But how does this all connect with the story? The story of Jesus Christ, the, the good news. Do you know that our story connects with this bigger story of God's love for us? And do we believe that? Do we believe that you, us, we really are connected to this love story that God has for us? Because oftentimes I believe because we don't really see ourselves as really a part of this big story that God loves us, that we find ourselves in mess. Because we don't embody the power of Jesus Christ. And as we, are, we have gone through 40 days of, of thinking and, and sitting with ourselves and not doing things of Lent other days, you know, it's 40 days and we get off, we fall off, right? If we were honest with ourselves, that every day is not a day in which we are getting it right. And that's how we get in mess. And we've, 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 we've looked at scripture, we've, we've been empowered by, you know, knowing that, you know, God is in the mess with us. And that anything we do, God loves us more than anything. We, we, we know that story, right? We, we know that. That's, a, that's why we're here, right? But I believe a part of us still have those doubts in our lives. And that is okay. That is okay. Today is a day for us to, to, to look at the message why we are in our mess. Because life is hard. And we don't always get it right, and we, and we, we hit our heads on the wall, we, we cry, we, we have these moments, and we're trying to figure out, what is going on? I, I, I've tried this, I've tried that, and if I work on this thing, and then as, the, as Tom Berlin in his, his last video says, uh, they're working on his car, this guy that's restored his car. And as you're restoring things, you know you begin to work on, th- on one thing, and then the, how the saying goes, is if it's not one thing, there's something else coming up, we... We, we take two steps forward and we have a moment where we fall backwards. And that is the ongoing story of our life, how life gets in the way. But I'm here to remind us on this, this occasion where we are waving our palms and saying these words, Hosanna, 
You know what Hosanna really means? Say us. <laughs> and if we are in this mess, if we know we have messes right here, but we are doing good, but mess is always here, if we can just wave our hands and say, Hosanna, <laughs> Hosanna. And that's what the disciples did to, um, as they were walking with Jesus. I'm going to add, I'm adding a scripture today. I know the tech folks are going to hate me for this, but I'm going to read a little bit of, um, it's not for you to pop up on the screen because you don't have that, but I'm going to read a little bit of a familiar text for us, which is Luke chapter 19, beginning at verse 28. And Jesus is, um, um, it says, after he has said this, he went on ahead, going on to Jerusalem. And when he had come near Bethpage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying, go into the village ahead of you. And as you enter, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you were untying it, just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying this colt? And they said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. And as he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds and power that, that they had seen, saying, Bless is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order these disciples to stop. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. As the disciples had been walking with Jesus, something about this moment when they see Jesus on that colt and riding alone, they begin to remember all the deeds and powers that had happened. They, they begin to remember they are part of this larger story. They have been waiting for a Savior. And in that moment, their eyes were open. They, they began to, to, to praise God, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. They were a part of that story. They believed the story that they ancestors have been saying over and over again, the Savior is coming. We, too, are part of that story. We, too, are yelling and screaming and praising God. It says, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And so whatever mess you find yourself in, have those moments like the disciples and remember the power and deeds that God has already done in your life. So the moment of celebration, the moment of praise, despite what may be going on in our life, we have to celebrate we have to praise God that the Savior is here. It's not a one-time thing. It's a repeated thing. Blessed is the one who has come, who is coming, and is to come. Our mess, we can also celebrate in the midst of that. Can I get in hallelujah? Because this passage is right before he is crucified. We can begin, to, we know how the story is going to go. We, we, we have things in our, we have family, we have messed up situations we're going through. Have experience, will experience. But this day reminds us in the midst of all, we can go ahead and begin to praise God because there is victory 
on the other side. Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. That's the message. That's the message in the mess. I said it last year. I said it again. Y'all don't remember. (laughs) It's a spoiler. A spoiler alert. It's a spoiler alert. We know how the story ends. But we have to go back to the beginning of the story and say, hey, I'm a part of that story too. The story that God loved us so much that God came down to see about God's people. And that this message of Jesus Christ began to spread and says, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and turn towards me. He began to walk and heal people, begin to speak life in people, begin to look at people with compassion. We saw the story a couple weeks ago when Pastor Michelle um, talked about Zacchaeus. He saw Zacchaeus. He sees you. You are part of the story. We are a part of this story. Is a triumphant entry going on to what looks like defeat, humiliation. You may be feeling like that. But oh, that's not how the story ends. And I am glad about that. I hope you are too. So yes, whatever you might find yourself in may look like the end. And the disciples, they were all waiting. All the people of Israel were waiting for this moment. And you may be waiting for that moment right now. This is your moment to begin to join in the disciples yelling out and screaming out, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And that's the victorious moment we have for today as we go on to Holy Week. We're in Holy Week. We're going into Holy Week. And what we hear is Jesus inviting the disciples to be a part of this, to go to walk with him. Are you ready to walk with Jesus this week? Because it's not for just to sit on the sidelines and put the cloaks down and and praise God. It's for us to walk with Jesus. To mess is in a mess that we have work to do, but we have already been given the victory over any mess we may have. We have been given the power. We have been given the Holy Spirit to overcome all things. Because Scripture says, I can do all things to Christ. What's, what's the rest of it? That strengthens me. That strengthens us. So yes, we've been talking about restoration. We've been talking about sanctification. We've been talking about justification. All these high words. But plain and simple is, If you desire to follow Jesus, to go into this kingdom that is counterculture to the world, because you can say, yes, yeah, we're praising God, but yes, things are so messed up around here. But that's what the world tells us, that Jesus didn't have victory. But Jesus did have victory because, you know what? When we have these moments in our lives where things are going crazy, you know that peace you have? Does anybody have peace in the midst of all types of heartaches and pains in life? Does anybody have peace? Has anybody had those moments of assurance that God is yet with us? You've experienced those high moments in your life where you know, yes, God is with me. And that's a reminder that, yes, God is with us, but God is asking us to walk with Jesus on this stretch of Calvary. Because you know what? If Jesus thought this message of good news was worth coming down on this earth, knowing what waiting him, 
This gospel is not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap grace. It is worth living for, it's worth dying for, dying to self, to have new life in Jesus Christ. It's worth it. If Jesus Christ thought it was worth it, we too must think it's worth it. We must too empty ourselves. And that brings us to our scripture today, which is Philippians, our second scripture, chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. Jesus Christ knew the end of the story, but yet he still chose to come to be killed by us, to be killed by us. And the scripture mind says, despite it all, despite it all, let the same mind be in you that was in Jesus Christ, who thought, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even on the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him name that is above every name. Every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This was thought to be a hymn that the Philippians sang. Years later, after we know how the story ends, yes, today is a triumph, and yes, Jesus has victory over it, and these folks in this context were yet facing mess. But in the mess, they were able to still open their mouths and profess these words about Jesus Christ. And so in your mess, the message in the mess is that God is with us. God invites us on this journey to go towards Calvary, to not fear whatever you may be going through, whatever life may bring upon you, no matter what it is. In the midst of whatever it is, you already have triumph, you already have victory, and you have this invitation every single day as grace meets us new, the opportunity to proclaim and to sing and to glorify God by saying, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks for listening to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you would like to let us know you were here, follow the link below to connect. To participate in worship through giving, you can give online at fumcbentonville.org or on Venmo at fumcbentonville. FUMC Bentonville welcomes all. Because we believe the communion table is God's table, we invite everyone into our church family. We welcome and celebrate every race, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status, age, physical and mental ability, national origin, economic station, and political ideology. We come together in action and outreach, aspiring to follow Jesus' example of radical hospitality, love, and grace as a transformative movement in our community. Please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m., both in person and on Facebook Live. All are welcome, and we'd love to have you with us. Grace and peace.